Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This week, we're going to talk about what you need to know about the CARES Act. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome. My name is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. And this week, we're going to break down and talk a little bit about the CARES Act, which is a very important act that's recently passed to help support uh, the economy and the U.S. citizens in in response to the uh, coronavirus uh, epidemic that we're all facing. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first of all, uh, again, thank you for joining us, folks. And as always, we have Mr. Tony Shore on the line here with us. How are you doing, Tony? Well, I'm doing great, Jeff. Uh, Coming at you live from my home studio. And uh, working from home, uh, there are good points and bad points. Uh, It's a strange time. But again, Jeff, I have to say, uh, it's really, uh, it's forced some good things to happen too. More family time, game night uh, is a thing again. You know, I like it. I like having meals with the family. How about you? How are you doing during this crazy time? Yeah, we're, we're doing great. Thank you. Yeah, it's a very interesting time. You do see a lot more people. I think we may have talked about this last week, but a lot more people walking outside and families together. So that is a definite plus that's come about from this. Um, uh, we're similar for us. We're, we're spending a lot of time together, which is good. And uh, that's, that's a silver lining, if you will. Sure. I know it's harder for you. It's harder with younger kids. My kids are all, I mean, my kids are 15, 17, and 20. So, it, so we look forward to having them home because they're never home normally. They're always at activities, et cetera. So for us, this is kind of a blessing. Uh, but when you have, you have two under the age of what? So Six uh, uh, Jax is five and yep. Lex is 11 months. She'll be a year old this, this month. Yeah, it's a little harder 24-7 if all four of you are home. Uh, but uh, again, time with the ch- kids, you can't complain, right? Absolutely. Yes, we're we're enjoying it. Yeah, good. Well, that's the silver lining in all this. Uh, So today we're talking about that. You said the CARES Act and what we need to know about that, the C-A-R-E-S, CARES Act. And I assume that refers to that $2 trillion stimulus bill that was passed, correct? It does, yes. And the the CARES stands for, our government has to use an acronym for everything, but uh, Coronas Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. So, yeah, tr- $2 trillion fiscal sim- stimulus package, lar- largest in our history. And I just use the word fiscal, which is always a, a party uh, popular thing. <laughs> I do. love it when you can work that word in. <laughs> I-, I just love hearing you say it. But I did want to explain that real briefly. There's fiscal policy when it comes to the government. And I remember this back from economics in uh, – high school and college, fiscal is, think of G and T. G is your government spending, T is taxes. So there's the fiscal side of the equation and the tools that the federal government has to 
uh, adjust and, and support and do different things with the economy. The other side of that is the monetary policy, which is the Fed, the Federal Reserve and, and uh, all the banks that are, are part of that. So Can I admit I didn't know that there was a difference? Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, the, the, this is a fiscal package, meaning money, spending, uh, the G and the T, the government spending and, and taxes. So huge package, uh, does a number of different things. I was uh, preparing for the show today. And I was like, gosh, we could talk about this and could talk about this. So uh, I think the, uh, the outline that I put together is longer than what we're going to have uh, time for. And people might have a, an appetite to listen to. Sure. The, the first thing everyone's probably aware of is the tax debt filing deadline was extended. So that's pretty brief and to the point, but one that's got that's a positive. There's always positive and negatives with these things. And that's, that's good that they extended the deadline to file taxes. It's what is it? June 15th or July? Uh, July. Yep. July 15th. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a very common one. It's yeah, July 15th. But the one that's getting the most talk is the recovery rebates, which are direct payments to taxpayers. And the great news about this is over 90% of taxpayers probably are going to receive something from this. Wow. In essence, it's a refundable income tax credit against your 2020 income taxes. That's kind of a weird thing about this. It's for your 2020 taxes, but you can receive it now if you qualify for it. But uh, what's weird about it is it's it's based on your 2019 or your 2018 income tax return, whichever is the latest one that the IRS has on file for you. So for a lot of people, that might be 2019, it might be 2018, but you're basically, the, the government is fronting you the money for your 2020 tax return, and they'll true things up when you file your taxes for 2020 by April of next year. So it is going to affect when I next year in 2021, then what you're saying is it's going to affect my taxes next year. This uh, this money I'm getting now. Yep. Correct. Yep. So they'll throw it up when you file your 2020 taxes. And I don't want to get into too much depth with uh, the amounts and whatnot. But basically, if you're uh, based on your filing status, an individual can receive up to twelve hundred dollars. Married couples, $2,400. And if you have kids under the age of 17, you get an extra $500 per child. And there are phase outs that come into play when your income is above certain amount. So married filing jointly, 150000 Head of household is 112000 uh, All other filers are going to be 75000 So if you're making more than that, that's going to be phased out. There's a formula for it. But um, again, over 90% of people are going to receive something from this. Um, wow. So, and, and, uh, that relief to relief payments to individuals and families, again, are based on either 2019 or 2018 levels, your income levels. There are going to be countless Americans that are currently experiencing sudden financial hardship and unemployment. Well, sure. So, the, the bad about this and the process, nothing's perfect, but uh, someone might have made a, you know, quote unquote, a good amount of income in 2018 and 2019, which this is based on. They lose their job partway into 2020. They don't qualify for this because of their 2018 and 2019 income. But in 2020, when they file their taxes, they, they could potentially get that re- rebate at that point. Yeah, so, that's tough. 
So, so that that's kind of a, a downside right there to it. Mm-hmm. And it always seems like there's upsides and downsides. So I know people are hoping they'll get some of that uh, stimulus, uh, you know, from the government for this. Uh, that would be nice. And hopefully people who really need it will get it. Um, now, what else do we need to be aware of with the CARE Act? Another one is coronavirus-related distribution. So this allows distributions of up to $100,000 from IRAs, employer-sponsored retirement plans, a combination of those that are made in 2020 by someone who's been impacted by the coronavirus. And that's because they've been they, they had it. They've, they've been diagnosed with COVID-19. They have a spouse or dependent that that applies to. They experience uh, adverse financial consequences because of being quarantined or furloughed or laid off. So a lot of different things that, that fall under that. But um, in this, you can take out up to that $100,000. And if you're under age 59 and a half, normally in taking money out of those type of accounts, you would pay taxes and a 10% IRS penalty. That is being waived. So no 10% penalty, which is nice. And typically, if you're under age 59 and a half, you have that mandatory 20% withholding that's coming out. That's waived as well. And you can pay back the money back into your plan or back into your IRA over the next three years. So you can basically repay that back and it doesn't have to be in a lump sum. So quick example, someone qualifies for this. They take out $20,000 out of their IRA because they have a hardship and uh, they don't, they're under 59 and a half. They're not paying the penalties and they can pay that money back over the next three years, three year deadline and uh, have that uh, in essence become a, a non-taxable event because of that. Wow. But I mean, I know you wouldn't recommend people take money out of their retirement accounts, even at a time like this, unless it was absolutely necessary if they absolutely had to have that money to live on, correct? Correct. Yep, exactly. Try to avoid that. And if you've got a good plan in place, you'll have some buffer there to help avoid those types of situations. But if you need to, that option is there. Um, But we can look at after-tax accounts, and it all is going to depend on on a person's situation. And tying in with that, stepping back to, we're not attempting, we're not giving tax advice here on on the show today, just giving you some highlights about the CARES Act. You want to dig into the details or give us a call and we can find out more about your situation and how we can help you to navigate through this. But uh, it's an important one to be aware of. The other thing, too, the last point I want to make on the coronavirus related distributions is you can if you do do receive that income and you don't pay it back, you can have that income spread out over the next three years if you want to or have that all be in 2020. So if your income is lower this year because you lose your job or your your business is down, whatever it might be, it might make sense to just dump all of that into 2020 income. So that's something to consider. The next uh, topic we'll talk about are enhancements to loans from employer-sponsored retirement plans. So normally, let's say you have a 401k, you can take a loan out a maximum of up to $50,000. They're doubling that with this package to $100,000. And that ties in with what you just said about taking money out, right? 
Correct. Or, yep. or is it? I mean, well, you're basically taking a loan out of your 401k or IRA, correct? It, it, this is taking a loan. Is what we're talking about here. So that normally that's a fifty thousand dollar limit. That's increased to a hundred thousand, and um, also you can go up to hundred percent of your vested balance as long oh, as wow. you're, you're staying under that hundred thousand dollar limit, and you can delay the loan payments for up to a year. So again, another tool that people can use based on their situation. Okay. So uh, if you do that, those loans, is there a penalty? Uh, if you take out the loans, there's not then, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, so that's something to consider. Another big one that people want to be aware of is for required minimum distributions. If you were set age 70 and a half and, and were under the old rules prior to the SECURE Act passing at the end of last year, and you're taking out required minimum distributions, you don't have to do that for the year 2020. Oh, wow. So no RMDs this year for people that are over, uh, that had required minimum distributions, which is either 70 and a half or 72, right? It, correct. Yep. So if you turned age 70 and a half last year, you're under the old rule. If you didn't, you're under the new rule. So some people let's say that are beyond the 70 and a half, they're 72, 74 years old, they've, they've been under the old rule and they've been taking out their required minimum distributions, that's waived for this year. And then also people that were going to take their first RMD by April 1st of 2020, because they turned 70 and a half last year, they don't have to take that distribution and they don't have to take the second distribution that they would have had to have taken out for this year. So someone that turned 70 and a half last year, they can delay their first required minimum distribution until April 1st of 2020. Um, that is waived. And then secondly, the distribution they have to take out in 2020 based on 2019 values is also waived. So Well, and that's good to know if you're in retirement because a lot of people don't like taking the RMDs if they don't need to because then they have to pay taxes on them. So I know a lot of people, it all depends on their circumstances, but going over these, it sounds like uh, really this uh, stimulus uh, bill, it was really passed through the CARES Act, is to try to help people during this time, right? I mean, that's the main point of all this, isn't it? Exactly, exactly, yep. Um, another neat thing too with the required minimum distributions is you also have the ability under certain circumstances, if you've already taken out your RMD for this year, you can return that current year distribution under the 60-day rollover rule. So if, if you've taken that RMD within the last 60 days, you can basically write a check back into the account or transfer the funds back into the account for that full amount. That goes back to January 1st of this year, as long as you're within the, the 60 days. Um, and uh, that's a nice benefit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, you put it back in uh, to get it in the market before it goes back up or whatever that account is tied to. Plus, uh, that way you don't have to pay taxes on it yep. if you get it back in there. Well, what's another, I know there are some other really big benefits uh, to help people with the CARES Act. Uh, go over some more of those. Well, first, before we do that, this is a, a, we'll take a pause here for a moment for a very bad dad joke. Are you ready for that? Oh, I am so ready for this, Jeff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, what? What do you call a dinosaur with an extensive vocabulary? I have no idea. A thesaurus. 
Actually, I did have some idea. I, you know, I have to I have to be uh, truthful. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. So I segue that not a, not a good segue, but unemployment benefits is the next category, the next benefit. Well, it ties right into that. unemployment, doesn't it? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. Um, but one of the nice things too with this is states on the federal government's dime can provide an increase of up to six hundred dollars per week for unemployment benefits for up to four months, uh, as well as expanding benefits for those that would have normally not qualified for unemployment, so like self-employed individuals or independent contractors. So in some situations, someone could actually be making more money under unemployment than what they were making before. And this is one of the, uh, the points that um, Congress was haggling about, and they finally gave it up, and let's just not hold the whole package up for this one issue. Uh, but that, that was one of the, the concerns they had is people will lose an incentive to go back to work. Well, yeah, I, I would, I would hope that people would, uh, not let that disincentivize them and it's not forever. I know it was expanded, uh, up to four months, but, uh, all those people will need to work again. Eventually they can only get so much from unemployment, but, I think it will help a lot of people that need that money during this time to live on. Um, but yeah, you don't want to disincentivize people to actually work. <laughs> That's yep. that would kind of go against what you're trying to accomplish there. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so some additional benefits, I'll kind of go through these fairly quickly um, and you can, you know, research and or call us and we can help you to um look at your particular situation, but for federal student loan payments, those have been deferred until September 30th. A lot of people are aware of that, but another nice thing is if you're if you're under a program or you know someone who has a, a program where ultimately that debt is going to be forgiven through the, the federal programs, for example, the public service loan forgiveness program, you can immediately pause your payments because this period between now and September 30th is still going to count towards your loan forgiveness period. So for example, under that program I mentioned, uh, that's a five-year program, this period of time is still counting towards that and you don't have to make payments. Oh, that's handy. Mm -hmm. Um, Another big one that's gotten a lot of press and uh, the banks are very busy with is the Paychecks Protection Program. So this is for small businesses up to 500 employees, and they can take out loans uh, based on payroll costs and other factors, but they're going to receive up to two and a half times their average monthly payroll costs if they qualify for this. And this is through the Small Business Administration, the SBA, and it's administered by the bank. So the banks are just flooded right now with applications for this. And in short, a business that qualifies for this can take the loan uh, and you know, either pay that back or not pay it back, but they can't take the loan and then turn around and lay off a bunch of people. Um, so that's uh, a lot of small businesses are, are going to benefit from that. Wow, that's huge for small businesses. And there's uh, the interest rate on that loan is pretty good too, isn't it? It is, yeah. Normally, you know, for a smaller business getting a loan, the interest rate they pay is significantly higher going through a bank, but the, the maximum interest rate under this program is up to 4%. And 
don't quote me on this, but I think there's up to $350 billion that's set aside for this Paychex Protection wow. Program. That's, wow. That's, a lot. that's huge. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, what else do you have for us before we go today? What are some other things? Uh, some other highlights, The uh, there's some employee retention uh, tax credit opportunities um, where employers can uh, delay Social Security payroll taxes and some some other more complicated things. There's also emergency lending to states, municipalities, and other uh, critical parts of our inf- infrastructure, um, like uh, airlines, for example. So they have about $450 billion in emergency lending for this and another $150 billion uh, to state and local governments to offset some of their costs on things. So this all adds up Again, over $2 trillion. It's very significant, uh, much needed, uh, but it's it's going to have to be paid somehow. So yeah. prior to all of this occurring, if we were to pull 100 people, most people would have agreed taxes are going to go up in the future. They're definitely going to go up again now as a result of this. So, Well, yeah, I mean, I think all they have to do is raise your taxes, Jeff, yeah, for you personally, and then uh, that'll help cover that. No, absolutely. <laughs> Well, we're out of time for today's show, but a lot of great, great information about that CARES Act and how it's going to affect, I think, each and every one of us. Uh, Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we go? I know you're still doing virtual meetings with people, and if our listeners have questions or want to set up a a consultation with you, there's no cost, and you're willing to do that online via Skype or Zoom, right? Absolutely, yes. We're very busy right now. Um, A lot of Zoom meetings or go-to meeting, whatever service someone wants to use. So uh, we're very busy with that. Also phone calls. So uh, still a great opportunity. If you, whatever your situation is, we can review what you have, provide you a complimentary second opinion on how to improve things now and as the market recovers. So again, we talked about this last week. You don't want to sit there and, oh my gosh, my stuff is down 20, 25% or whatever it might be. Uh, I'm going to sit and wait until things come back. If your plan is broken, if the tools you're using aren't a good fit for you, the time to address that and fix that is now. doesn't mean you're locking in losses that have occurred. Um, We want to have a good plan whether the market's up or the market's down. So I encourage you to give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. And I'm going to and this with one last dad joke, Tony. If All I right. Hit it with it. It is. How do trees access the internet? I don't know. They log in. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota-registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.